Welcome back to Always the Last to Know. I'm Ash. <laughs> Why did I forget that I'm in the middle? <laughs> I'm Liz. I'm Katie. It's all in the name, man. Yeah. I don't know why I was just like, it's my turn. <laughs> it comes on so suddenly. I'm telling you, dude. It's I wasn't it's prepared. hard. It's never going to be perfect, and I think that we just need to live with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Welcome back to another week of us uh, figuring out what we didn't know. <laughs> Every day. Yes, I, yeah. I mean, it's factually true, but for some reason, I took pause after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how's everyone's past two weeks been? So good. Oh, so I can finally talk about it now. I was alone in my home. Yes. For a full fucking week. Now that and everyone's back, it's safe. <laughs> yes. Now I'm good. I'm safe. Um. I love my husband and my stepson, but man, being alone was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, Everyone oh. needs to recharge their batteries. Yeah. Okay. I, I fell asleep on the couch. And like, it sounds so small, but like when you have so many people in your house sleeping in such a public space is just like, not happening. Happens. Yeah. yeah. But it happened. Nice. I am so, so happy for you. It was amazing. (laughs) So yeah, that's what, that's what went on these last, that's, yep, I miss it. (laughs) What about you, Liz? Uh, it's been good. I got some alone time as well. Gus went to Vegas, which was great. Had a good four days. Just Felix and I hiking every day. Oh, Fifi. You know, that's about that it. wonderful. I love that you're like, yeah, like we went hiking and I'm like, I slept. On the- <laughs> <laughs> like, I went to a new room and I slept. And you're like, yeah, we hiked every day. Me and my dog. I'm like, yeah, my dog and I eat disgusting amounts of food. <laughs> Everyone recharges well, hey, in their own special way. <laughs> that's true. I know. It's just a fun yeah. juxtaposition. Um... I wasn't really alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never alone. (laughs) I'm like never alone in this tiny apartment. Um, uh, PT is going well for my ankle. Yeah. Good. Uh, Another week of success. So there's there's that. (laughs) That's my update. That's amazing. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Katie, do you have something that you want to yeah. talk about before we get well, started? Well, I was going to say I got a new candle mold, which mm. leads me to my next thing. I got this new dope skull candle mold, Ooh. and it makes awesome candles, oh. which I will post pictures Sorry. of on our Instagram. <laughs> Chalupa. 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 Um, so we're going to do like a <laughs> review giveaway. So if you hop onto iTunes and write a review of our podcast and then take a little screenshot and email it to us at al2 number two k podcast at gmail um we will take all of the people who do that and do a little like raffle thing and the winner will win a really cool little skull candle and they're like pretty it's a pretty decent sized candle like could they uh cool. dm it to the instagram 
Yeah, you can also okay. DM it to the Instagram. That's just cool in case too. people are like, I'm not gonna open up my email today. Yeah, <laughs> emails are emails are a lot. So yeah, maybe DM it to the Instagram. That's yeah, better. you can send it to like the that Instagram. Um, awesome. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, and like I'll pay shipping and handling. And get a candle. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like pay for anything. Just you know, validate us on iTunes. Yeah. That's all we're asking. Write that review. Bitches. Give us your opinion. I know people have lots of them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Clearly. Speaking of opinions and things like that, so what we're going to be talking about this week is the fact that having your shit together is a lie, guys. It's well, all a lie. It's a lie. It's such a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So I have a feeling this is going to be a fun combo, so I'm lighting a candle. Oh yes, I've had this. one lit. Nice. Oh, I Vanilla. love so much. <laughs> Light your candles, get them ready. We're about oh, to have yes. a fun discussion. I'm going with green fig and rosemary. Ooh, Ooh. Nice. Um, I know that the three of us have had conversations about this before, and I have had it with lots of other people. The fact that what what even is having your shit together? What does that look like? Is that even real? So, <laughs> is that even real? Yikes. So today, on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, I made a TikTok, <laughs> um, oh. I posed some questions, and they were, when you were younger, what was the example of having your shit together that you were given? Were you told what to do to get to that point? Were you able to imagine at a young age what your life would be like in your 20s and 30s? If you could, are you living that idea in real life or is it different than you expected? Now that you are an adult, has your idea of having it together changed? And is there even such a thing as having your shit together? Very important questions. Very important. (laughs) Yeah. I've got some great answers that I'm actually going to share at the end of the podcast because I want to talk about reasons why people of our generation might not have our shit together first. So that way, anyone who's listening who hasn't really thought about this stuff or thinks that they have it all together or are envious of people who seem like they do, um, there's reasons why we're struggling and our struggle is valid. So <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but from a young age, I, from discussions that I've had with people, most of us are told that if we get good grades and we went to a good college, we'd be able to immediately find a job in that chosen field. Oh, we'd yeah. be able to, yeah, <laughs> we'd be able to make a living and have a successful <laughs> home and finding a partner and getting married and then having kids. Like that's, what was preached yep. at us as children yes, for sure or for the way that our lives should look for sure um but i really don't think it's as simple as that and we weren't really given real direction or true opportunities um <laughs> I, it was just a basic here you go do this this is what life is supposed to look like but no real outline for how to make that happen or how to grow in an ever-changing world that part um, is definitely true. Yeah. That part is definitely true. And oh, maybe yes. maybe I'm just thinking about like more recently, but like I feel like in my later teen years or even like senior year um and going into college like 
my mom was very like, you'll figure it out. Just go with it. <laughs> it's fine. And that kind of gave so me like, real. a pretty solid, like, oh, we're all just figuring it out. Yeah. So like that, I had that support, which was really nice. Nice. Um, there's also a point to, uh, a lot of us are saddled with a ridiculous amount of student debt on top of having to pay expensive rent rates <sighs> for, sh- for shit that is absolutely not worth what it costs. I say this from my 500 square foot apartment. And those of us with degrees get stuck in menial, entry-level jobs, tricked into it with the promise of raises and promotions that we all know too well mm-hmm. got withheld all the time. Oh, yeah. We were, mm-hmm. we were told that college was a must when, in fact, trade schools, like the hair school that I went to, and other means of education uh, are just as good or offer an actual life skill. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm not alone in feeling like we were lied to. I mean, we have a oh, whole yeah. freaking podcast based on <laughs> not feeling prepared for the world today. <laughs> yeah. I um, still wish till this day that I didn't go to college and I took a couple years to figure out what the fuck yes. I wanted to do because oh my God. I, I had no idea. my parents, I had everyone but LBP. <laughs> <laughs> Was like, go to college. And LBP's like, nah, go to clown school. Yes, yes, LBP. (laughs) I really wish that I did that instead of, you know, following what my parents told me was going to happen. Because I was angry when I went to college. They wanted me to become a teacher. And I was like, took one class and I said, no. I don't even like being in school. (laughs) I don't like being in school. I feel that. There is no way I'm going to be a teacher. So then I majored in theater, and they were like, be a theater teacher. I said, no. <laughs> Why do you want to be a teacher so badly? Yeah, so um, I really wish I took that time to just, like, figure out a skill that I wanted yeah. to do versus wasting four years of time. I mean, it wasn't a waste. I had a lot of fun, and I learned a lot of things. But You met your fiancé. <laughs> yes, I'm sad. That's true. That is yeah. very true. <laughs> You got an MRS degree, as they say. (laughs) I've never heard that before. I love it. Oh, my God. Really? That's like one of my favorite, least favorite things that I have heard about what my mom described about why she was told to go to college. She was told to go to college to get an MRS degree. And my mom was like, fuck that. Absolutely not. Mm. Mm -mm. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. (laughs) So we were told to prepare for a world that no longer exists, a world where certain opportunities no longer exist, whether it be due to a clouded vision on what the American dream is, the way that wages have not risen with inflation, or a false sense of security from older generations, or the vast growth in technology over the last 30 years alone, we can be certain that family and school did not prepare us for how the world works today, and we're suffering for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the most important things for people to note is that millennial, like generally, generationally, millennials are the highest group of generation with the most college degrees. Yes. We are the most educated. I mean, part of that is because Gen Z 
can't isn't necessarily old enough to have a degree they haven't graduated yeah. yet at least all they'll of them sur- they'll surpass us for sure but oh, the yeah. people above us we were c- pressured and guided quote unquote by our parents and by the people above us to go to college and we fucking did we did yep. and um <laughs> There are no I jobs. I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> there are no jobs. Well, yeah, and actually, a lot of that has to do with the fact that boomers aren't retiring on time. So, since we brought up generations, let's have a breakdown for anyone who doesn't know the actual year-to-year breakdown of the different generations. Oh, I'm excited for this. I don't know <laughs> I don't know the generational breakdown by okay. year exactly. Ugh. I have an idea of it. Okay. So... <laughs> So baby boomers are anyone born between 1946 and 1964. Okay. Gen X is 1965 through 1980. Okay. I don't know much about Gen X. Like, what do these people do? I didn't realize do? Gen X went so Yeah. My, my sibling is Gen X. Okay. Yeah. Because he was 79. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right at the end of it. <laughs> Did you just hear me? What do they do? <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? Listen to okay. Ben Folds. <laughs> listen to Ben Folds. Oh my god, but I used to listen to Ben Folds. I'm a millennial. Um, anyways, millennials are 1981 through 1996. We are all millennials. Woo-woo! And yeah. Gen Z duh. is, yeah, duh. Obviously. <laughs> if someone's been listening to this and didn't fucking realize we were millennials, have you really been listening? <laughs> and Gen Z is anyone after 1996. Okay. After 1996. We're not at the point that that's yeah. stopped? Um, I was trying to find that out and maybe it'll be soon. That's a lot of years. That's like a lot. What are we in? 96. 2021? 2021. Okay. Okay. Damn. Whoops, sorry. No, we're. No, no. no. <laughs> I don't it's know. Like... <laughs> My information did not have that end to it. Just That's. Anyway. Yeah, Katie, go well, on and die. You know why? You know why this breakdown is probably the way that it is? Is because it's talking about the people who are in the actual age ranges to be able to like work and consider oh, da, life. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 in my research, one of the first things that I came across was this cosmopolitan list called Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> called 17 ways you know you have your shit together and I was like, let's fucking see yes. what cosmopolitan <laughs> thinks having your shit together looks like. Now, most <laughs> Almost all of these are bullshit, but I really wanted to just highlight a select few. When did this come out? (laughs) This is really important. Wait, let me go back. Uh, 2015. Okay. 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 So not as far back as I was hoping. Okay. Yeah. Not, not that long ago. Okay. So 
<laughs> the few that I want to highlight are number one, you're on time. Your time is valuable and you know that's true of other people too. Plus, it's just respectful and the sooner you're done, the sooner you can get home and watch Law & Order SVU with your cat. Oh, <laughs> with your cat. My God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, being on time, I think, is just a general fucking life skill. And also, not all of us are great with time management. No. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, I mean... I try to be on time. I wouldn't say, like, I always am, but I'm not, like, crazy late. You know, like, yeah. I'm never more than, like, five minutes late yeah. to anything. Yeah. And then and if I'm, I'm going early, to be, I just cancel. I'm early to everything because Terry scared me into being early to everything. So I definitely yeah. think it's a bit of your upbringing. Yep, too. yep. That was my, <laughs> my that was my father. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> All right, number three is another one that I want to highlight. Your friends are truly supportive and you truly support them. That's really how you know you have your shit together. Your relationships are all healthy because you've cut out all the dummies who made you feel less than. Oh, now whoa. your squad is thick as thieves and ride or die. You sincerely want your friends to be happy and you'd pretty much do anything for those fabulous witches. Honestly, though, like Real also... Yeah. Also, a little like, bit. Uh, that is, that's not how you know you have your shit yeah, together. Yeah, no. What is that <laughs> Well, even? like, it literally what? says, like, people who, like, tear you down, you've gotten rid of them, which is saying that people who are stuck in, like, manipulative and emotionally abusive situations haven't gotten rid of their abusers so they don't have their shit together. Whoa. That's, like, yeah. Fuck you, Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, you can do things by yourself. Whether it's dinner or a wedding, you can fly solo and not worry about what looking like a desperate loser, looking like a desperate loser because you know you're not one. Plus, who knows what interesting, read hot people you can meet when you dare to step out by yourself okay first of all first of all i have anxiety when i go to the grocery store alone fuck you cosmopolitan also i am a woman and that makes me much more of a fucking target for sexual assault and murder leave me when i'm alone is not like god people look at me and think i'm such a desperate loser yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? What the like, fuck? holy shit. Why am I concerned about that? Why is that how I know that I have my right? shit together? I'm sorry, but if you're sitting there thinking about how you're worried, <laughs> people are going to think that you're a desperate loser. I hate to say this. You just don't have that part of your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place and you need to pull it together. <laughs> okay. And I say that as someone who's like constantly like self-conscious about myself i acknowledge i need to pull that shit together but never once have i been like god people think i'm such a desperate loser like what a fucking weird phrasing cosmo oh my god number five you can take care of yourself you make sure to get some exercise most days and you eat well because you're a grown-ass woman and that's what grown-ass women do of course, that doesn't mean you don't lie on the couch and watch the Kardashians all day while tearing through sleeves well, of Thin Mints. But, you know, being lazy supports your mental health. What the fuck? <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I agree with, like, most of that. 
<laughs> except for the Kardashians. 100% the admits, but also like. Why are we saying that because I'm a grown ass woman, I have to eat well. And that means that I have my shit together. Like, I'm sorry. Some of us deal with like eating disorders and yes. food trauma that yes. they're working through with yeah. their therapist. Get fucked. The phrasing of it, I didn't love. I get I where they like were going. They, I, yes, yeah. I feel like had Cosmo phrased that better than that one I'm actually in support of. As someone who's, like, trying to get their eating habits, like, together. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's writing this for Cosmo. <laughs> but this is terrible. <laughs> uh, eight on their list is, you make your bed. Your hospital Bitch. corners are on point, and you can never be one of hospital those people corners. who sleeps the way you tuck it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you can never, yeah, you can never be one of those people who sleeps with clothes piled on top of it, like your boyfriend who doesn't exist. Sad face, and what I'm just fuck? like, what the fuck, yo? This is That's so aggressive. That's this like is... your boyfriend who doesn't exist. <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ, Cosmo, this You're that is bully. We all fucking so have. aggressive for oh no reason. God. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry, but my messy is my organized. Hey, every. I, I feel like, what's that thing? That There's... is the way my ADD and anxiety riddled <laughs> brain works. And sometimes my depression takes over and my bedroom looks like a hot mess. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Cosmo. <laughs> I make my bed every day. Good for I've you. I've tried to get in the habit. See? I might miss like two, three days just because I'm I lazy. Like... I like getting into a made bed. Yeah. So, like, I made my bed earlier. Mike took a nap in it. I'm going to make my bed again before I get into it. I like getting into a made bed. Good it's so refreshing. I, I and that's just it. your, your yeah, preference. Yeah, yeah, it's just my preference. Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, I can't wake up and make my bed because, like, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and my husband is still asleep. Mm. But, like, I'll come home from work and I'll make my bed. <clears throat> Look at you. It's just, it's so nice getting into a made bed. Good for you. <laughs> But also, my lack of doing that does not mean that my shit is not together. <laughs> Correct. Correct. No, who the fuck cares? Yeah. yeah. Because if that is if not you don't have, a, like, a preference, major, then who cares? That is not like a major inconvenience to my life. It's not this huge thing in the grand scheme of my life. So that doesn't mean that I don't have my shit together. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one, number 10. Your finances are in order. From balancing your bank account to maxing out your IRA, not only do you know what these words mean, you have it all under control. And it's not just the big stuff. You save money because you're good about remembering to Google for coupon codes before you buy stuff online. You never have to pay express shipping to send your mom a Mother's Day present because you are a, you set a G calendar reminder months ago like the boss that you are. The stuff you do spend money on is super worth it and helps you feel even more efficient. Holla Amazon Prime. First of all, no, fuck Jeff Bezos. Fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and second of all, why do I feel like I'm reading like an MLM Huns post oh. that has way too much toxic positivity on it when I'm reading this? Second of all. It's also very poor shamey. Like, yeah, it's mm, also very You don't have enough money because you spend money on things. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. That's Fucking life. 
Or like minimum wage hasn't rise. Remembering to send your mom a, a present. Katie's birthday was in April, and I'm still looking at her gift over here on the corner. <laughs> I for some reason can never fucking go to the but UPS. You, that doesn't mean that you don't have your shit. Together. No, I have it. <laughs> the shit is together over here in the yeah, corner. It's right there. It's all <laughs> together in the corner. To the when, UPS right there. Store. <laughs> when I saw that that listicle, as they like to call it, I think. Um, a listicle. <laughs> a listicle. Yeah. Why did I? And good conscience call it an article. I, List article. I literally <laughs> just thought like testicle. I don't know why. As soon as you said <laughs> listicle, I was like testicle. <laughs> Incredible. <Love you>. Incredible. <laughs> when I saw this listicle, <laughs> I I couldn't help but laugh because I was like, they they have no idea. Whoever is writing this has no idea what it's truly like to feel like your life is out of control or you don't have it all together or that you're not meeting some expectations that have been put on us or they're just trying to make it seem not so bad which is terrible in itself too so (laughs) I want to give a real look into how some things are for us so I got some good information from uh, this article from Catalyst.org. And of course, once again, all of our links will be put in the show notes. Uh, In 2016, millennials became the largest generation in the U.S. labor force. Generation Z has started working. uh, But in 2018, a lower percentage of teens and young adults were in the labor force compared to previous generations. Only 18% of teens, and this is ages 15 through 17, were working, compared to 27% of millennials and 41% of Gen Xers of a comparable age. This could also be partly explained uh, by increased time spent in education. And from my own standpoint, um, in being a hairstylist, I talk to a lot of different people from a lot of different demographics parents and teenagers alike and what i've noticed and i've I've talked to people about this before is just in like the past 10 years alone of me being a hairstylist i have had teenagers and parents alike tell me about a very much increased uh push into these kids taking on a school sport a club sport like a traveling kind of club sport, uh, multiple extracurricular activities. And I, and on top of their, I think one kid told me they spend like two hours on homework, which is absolutely insane on top of all of these other things. And it really leaves them with like little to no time for a job or much of a social life. And a lot of these kids that I've talked to are stressed to a point that they shouldn't be, Uh, at that age so that definitely explains why less of them from that age are working it's not because they're lazy as people like to say to us or that we're lazy we ain't lazy we ain't lazy i know many people who work multiple jobs leave us alone uh also our most recent generations are increasingly more diverse millennials are increasingly likely to be foreign born with a first language other than english Uh, a higher proportion of millennials 38 percent and gen zers 48 percent are identifying as a race other than non-hispanic white 
Gen Z is predicted to be majority non-white by 2026. That's not that far. No. It's pretty fucking dope. And then there was this lovely article from CNBC that I found. It's called, Here's Why Millions of Millennials Are Not Homeowners. God, gotta love these these article titles. Like, oh, I know. Millennials exactly are killing Applebee's. Blah, blah, blah. Give a fuck. <clears throat> Sorry, exactly give me one second. Chalupa is like too. staring at me. Are you going to come on the couch or not? No, come you're on. fine. And like, come on. Something that I wanted to note, but I had to Google um, the source of it because I remember it from so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a psychologist in 2011 uh, referenced a study that said that the average high school kid today, meaning like around the time we were in high school, mm-hmm. has the same level of anxiety as the average psychiatric patient in the early 1950s. Oh. Uh, oh my God. And that's just like based on the level of expectation and push and shit that we put on oh. our teenagers starting in 2011. And like, think about the way that psychiatric patients were treated in the 1950s. That's like electric shock therapy yeah yeah so like the the stuff that we've put (laughs) on kids for a very long time is unacceptable yeah that is insane wow like yeah dude i couldn't even (laughs) imagine finding that like a sports athlete well i mean i was at one point but like in college the pressure Mm -hmm. that they go under and all that shit oh Ah. my god yeah if you well, don't like, know about that college because <laughs> money is involved yeah and if you don't know about that go back to our episode where we talked with gus gus, gus, gus. about exactly that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh anyway so this article that i found from cnbc here's why millions of millennials are not homeowners This article gives an overview into different reasons why we aren't buying homes, but definitely lacks going in depth into why those reasons are happening, which I definitely think skews the article in a way that... When was this written? uh, Give me one second and I can find it for you. This was written in, hold on, hold on. This was August 30th, 2019. Oh, okay, okay, just wanna. Okay. So, the first point that they bring up is a delay in marriage. They (laughs) said. (laughs) I'm gonna be 32 when I get married. Yeah, I got married at 29. So they say that marriage increases the likelihood of owning a home by 18%. They state that in 1960, the average age at which women and men first married was in their early 20s, whereas today it's closer to 30 And we are also three times as likely to never have married as members of the silent generation, people in their 70s and 80s. We're three times as likely to never have married as they are. So what the article fails to mention, this is what I'm going to do for each point they bring up. What the article fails to mention is why millennials aren't rushing into marriage anymore. 
If you look back in time to how the world was set up for those generations before us, there was more of a dependency on men for women. Yep. First, women, women couldn't get their own bank account until later. Thank like you! Yes. That is exactly what I was about to say. Women didn't get the right to open a bank account until the 1960s. Fact, mm, okay. in night, yeah. In 1974, the Equality Credit Opportunity Act was passed, which was supposed, supposed, to prohibit credit discrimination on the basis of gender. That means before that was passed, many women were denied loans for homes or businesses just based upon the fact that they were women or needed a co-signer who was a man to be able to attain a loan. So of course they couldn't do anything on their own and had to marry a man so that they could do the shit Literally that they needed to do. be a fucking be grown a, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. Also, women in the 1970s began to focus more on higher education and that has resulted in the generations after having a huge emphasis put on them that our education and our careers are very, very important in our lives. And it's just another reason why we aren't focused on getting married in our early 20s. Yeah. (laughs) They also cite that young people are in no rush to have kids, and they're absolutely right about that. So the share of married households aged 18 to 34 with children dropped to 25% in 2015 from 37% in 1990. Having a child, apparently, increases a person's chance of owning a house by six percentage points. They fail to... How? Kids are so expensive. How the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... They fail to go into why we're having less children. Like, they just say, oh, they're having less children. This is why. Okay, but why? We we don't want them. (laughs) Let's talk about this. That's one of them. So our accumulation of student debt and other debt is a huge factor into Mm -hmm. why a lot of us are not having children. We simply can't afford it. So why would we do it? We lack being able to afford a home. That's another factor. I mean, we just, uh, yeah. Do you at any point reference the uh, 2020 breakdown of data from like of the U.S. wealth data from the Federal Reserve? Do you bring that up at any point? Oh, no. But if you want to, please go for it. (laughs) I just I was I was smiling to myself and asking the date of this CNBC article because in what when I first learned about this, it was on a CNBC article that okay. came out October 9th in 2020. And the most important and really just the biggest thing is that despite making up the largest portion of the workforce, millennials control just 4.6 of the U.S.'s wealth. Mm-hmm. We have no money. Yeah. We have no money. We can't you be give spending us no if we have no money. money. we have no money (laughs) so like just like listening to cnbc just two years ago talk about like who they're not having kids and like this is why they don't have houses it's like dude okay we have 
no money. We have no fucking money. Like, <laughs> it's clear there's no money for us. You guys are holding on to it, and you won't let go. <laughs> also, there are environmental factors. A portion of us are choosing to not have children because of the state of our planet. We see that no change is actually being made into our impact on this planet, so why the hell would we want to bring a child into Bruh. it when we know that them and our grandchildren are just going to suffer? There, There is no way... I mean, if, you know, I was ever pregnant, I would do the right thing for me. Whatever we decide. Blah, 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 blah. But there's no way in hell I would want to bring a child into the world that we live in now. Yeah. Absolutely absolutely not. Like, no. Absolutely. Like, my fear. Yeah, my fear is to live with this. When I die, what are you going to experience if I already feel like I've experienced really bad shit all the time? Like yeah. trauma all the time. So we're just supposed to bring life into this world that doesn't have David Bowie in it, that doesn't have <laughs> Robin Prince. Williams, Prince. Those were the good things going for the Mac time. Miller. <laughs> like okay, so we have Lizzo, Cardi and B, Cardi B, and Tom Hiddleston. Like <laughs> that's not, not enough. Much to, left. Not much to bring a, a new life into for. Mm-hmm. And then, to Liz's point before, some people have just realized that they just don't want to be parents. It's not for everyone. The notion of needing to have a child to feel complete is insane because you're putting expectations on a baby. Mm -hmm. If you're not feeling complete, you should not be bringing another life into this. Mm -hmm. And if you can't provide for yourself or aren't in the mental capacity to have a child, why bring one into the world? People can have families and be guardians and leaders to so many without the need to have a child. Yep. It's community-based living. I also believe that... (laughs) I believe that I shouldn't have kids until I can do more for myself than the bare minimum of feeding myself, working, and having a roof over my head. That really is the bare minimum for life, and if I'm only at that level, then there's no reason to bring someone else into the world. I can just barely take care of myself. I don't need to put stress on someone else. Yep. Yeah. And as yeah. someone who um, can barely take care of themselves and is also uh, raising a child, uh, it's a lot and you feel like shit a lot of times. Yeah. Um, it's very, very hard work. Yeah. It's exhausting. Um, And it's something where, like, you never feel like you're doing enough because Mm -hmm. you're not ever doing enough for yourself. And then because of that, you feel like you're never doing enough for the kid. Yeah. And that's the worst. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Don't do that to yourselves. Don't do it. (laughs) And I have the option of tapping out. I didn't even create this life. That's how I feel. Like, I can't imagine creating a life and then feeling that way. Yeah. Mm -mm. So the last point in the article is that millennials are also renting for longer in areas that tend to be pricey, making it harder for us to save up for a down payment. 
Nearly half of households headed by people 19 to 34 are rent burdened, which means 30% of their paycheck goes to their landlord. Mm -hmm. What they fail to mention is that the areas that people are renting in are more pricey because of the demand to live in close proximity to jobs, which tends to be in or around cities. Higher demand equals higher rent. We also aren't even getting into the fact that our pay has not increased at the same rate as inflation. No. So even though expenses, expenses have become higher, our pay cannot match it. Thus, we struggle to save. I think uh, the, sh- yeah, the Shade Room uh, mm-hmm. had literally just posted, recent housing report reveals that full-time minimum wage employees are unable to afford rent anywhere in the United States. Jesus. Yeah. And that's why so many of us rent with friends mm-hmm. and ha- have to have to move in with our partners, which I still think it's a good thing to move in with your partner oh, before yeah. you get married, but yes. live together with partners when honestly sometimes I wish I had my own place first, but there's no way yeah. that I ever could have afforded that. Ever. No. And, and I had my studio. It was so stressful. It was so stressful. Living in the city. I was in the city. I had a couple jobs in the city, but then when I got promoted to another position, it was 45 freaking minutes outside of the city. And that traffic, oh my God, talk about being late every day. It was horrible. (laughs) Oh my God. But it was like, for 600 square feet, like, and like no updates or anything, I should have been paying way less than what I was paying. Yeah. I mean, we're not even in a city, but we're close to Somerville, which is an up and coming town. And we pay. It's okay, girl. (laughs) We pay a lot of money for a 500 square foot apartment that desperately needs to be updated. And it is not worth what we pay. Sad. Yeah. (laughs) The concept of people buying up multiple properties in order to then charge people who don't have any properties is oh very so cool it's very greedy opinion. very greedy um so I yeah i hate it too <laughs> while oh my god i'm sorry guys if you hear my dog snoring in the background um <laughs> while we're on the topic of saving and this is questions for our listeners, but you guys too. How many of you were told that you need to save and budget in order to afford life, but weren't ever shown how to balance your bank accounts or that you should have two separate accounts for checking and saving? How many of you were taught how to actually achieve a good credit score? How many of you were actually taught about financial literacy? There is such a lack of actual information that we need to be able to survive. I had such a... Oh my god, Chalupa. Jesus. (laughs) I had such a hard time actually saving and budgeting because no one taught me how, even with multiple financial planners in my family. (laughs) I didn't... financial planner until like two years ago because my boss introduced me to him 
He helped me get out of debt by actually making a month-to-month -month plan of exactly what my expenses are and having a month-to-month -month goal on a specific amount to save. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck That's yeah. awesome. That yeah. is fucking so awesome. awesome. But if she had never introduced me to him, y'all, I... I don't know how I would have gotten out of credit card debt. I don't know how I would have an actual savings right now. Like, I... <laughs> my oh, God. Oh, no, I feel you. I feel... My dad, he owns his own business, and he was the one who kind of taught me. I, he didn't teach me too much about credit scores and all of that, but he taught me how to, like, save and move money the way that you need to freaking move your money. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I know. I am very thankful for that. <laughs> I think that having a financial literacy course in at least high school oh, yeah. uh, would mm -hmm. be very beneficial Huge. to young people. Yeah. To totally. everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of this info put together that this article talks about that we went more in depth into has definitely had an effect on our mental state as a generation and the amount of stress like Katie brought up much earlier <laughs> the amount of stress that we experience as a generation is enough to make anyone have a fucking breakdown and I have definitely had several and mm -hmm. I know I'm not alone the one thing that we do better than past generations with mental health is that we actually talk about it yeah yeah, generations past have been so hush-hush on their mental health due to ridiculous social stigmas of oh, yeah. needing to seem like you have it all together. We've seen recently that holding on to how are you how you are feeling and not discussing mental health has led older generations to have a very skewed view of how the world looks for other people. Mm. If anything, with the rise in videos showing karens and guns and boomers freaking out <laughs> oh in the God. middle of public over something super inconsequential or them being racist and homophobic it is clear that their notion of having their shit together is a lie that they tell themselves oh yeah y'all of us yep. yeah y'all have seen that uh victoria's secret oh i was what? just watching you today <laughs> what in the fuck oh, uh, we yeah. can't even get into that but jesus fucking yeah. christ Prime yes. exam. Prime. And, but I loved how in the video, I just have to say this, in the video she goes, don't film my mental breakdown. And I was just like, no, this is getting filmed and I'm glad it was filmed. Because <laughs> you were yeah. being for racist. <laughs> yep. Filmed for the safety of the woman that she was attacking. And then there was that other woman who was like, you should just stop recording. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm doing this for my safety. Yeah. Because she's chasing me around the store and she actually hit her. Like, Jesus. don't tell her to stop recording. Oh, yeah. Because once the cops right? do get there, I don't even think that they did. But if they did show up, and she said in the video herself, she said, who are they going to believe? This white bitch or my black ass? Yep. And we all know. We all know how that goes. We all know how that goes. So good for her for recording. Yes. <laughs> None of us have our shit together. And we all deal with life life hiccups all the time. And if you try to force some notion of that onto others, you're lying to yourself and them. We need yeah. to stop. Yeah. Absolutely. 
We have to stop putting so much pressure onto what we think life should look like for everyone. Your idea for your life should be one that makes you happy and fulfilled, not anyone else. Can I put an asterisk? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I gotta say, if you're being homophobic, your shit's not together. If you're being racist, your shit's not together. Like, yeah, if you're there being are definitely, the yeah, there are definitely certain things. You, you're an asshole. Yeah, like there are definitely certain things that like people can be like, oh, but no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're being like, that's no. I don't care if you have everything perfect, your finances are amazing, everything's great. If you're racist, you don't have your shit together. Yeah. You just don't. And you got some internal work to do. Yeah. A lot. If you're a dick to other people because they're different from you, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> and I and think... if you hurt animals, you're a dick. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. You know what yes. do not yeah. have your shit And together. you don't have your shit together. Yeah. yeah. I think what I, another thing that I'm like. You're on the same level as the rest of yes. us. We're all on the same playing field. Even if you're part of the 1%, you're hoarding wealth. You don't have your shit together. You're not helping the world. You don't have your shit together. You're on the same level as the rest of us. Thank you. I think what I'm like really getting at it is that a lot of ways that we seem to be judging how people have their shit together are not how we should be judging whether or not people have their shit together. Yeah. Like, do you treat people with kindness? You have your shit together. Do you respond appropriately instead of react emotionally? You have your shit together. I don't care what job you have. I, I don't care about any of those things. There are so many more important things to life and whether or not you have the perfect budget or went to college or any of that shit. Like I, that doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter. The way that we judge people's lives should be on m way more important things oh, yeah. than Hell this yes. fucking Cosmo list. Hell and yes. even this like CNBC <laughs> shit. Like the way that we judge people is fucking bullshit. Absolutely. And I wanted to get some real life answers from people to the questions that I posed at the beginning of the episode. So now, with permission from people, uh, hold on, let me make sure one person responded to me. Yeah, sorry, you just read my TikTok. I just want to make sure that this person gave me permission to read their response. All right. Joe, our favorite friend, Joe, Joe. <laughs> said that I can name him and read his response. So he responded to me on TikTok and he said, number one, I had a general idea. Get a job, make money, save money, get married and have kids. The, the nuclear family, basically. Two, I wasn't told how much, uh, how I wasn't told much how to except to get a job that makes money, not one you're necessarily happy with. But I did know that saving money and even stock investments should be done before middle school. That's true. Like oh, the way yeah. that we all make money. You are not saving for retirement unless you started a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, number three, I honestly didn't think I'd live to see my 30s, but I know I'm not living my life how I saw it play out as a kid or teenager. Number four. It definitely has outside of investment and saving money. Number five, 
I would say at this point, having your shit together is another societal expectation to manipulate people's opinions and ideas and force them to take roles that fit the norm. I think John Lennon, when asked as a child what he wanted to be when he grew up, and he answered happy, is the perfect way to sum up how I feel about having your shit together now as an adult. Which I think that was a wonderful response. And he's absolutely right. (laughs) Having your shit together should mean, as Katie said, do you treat people well? Are you happy? Are you you healthy? It's not the materialistic things. Also absolutely right that it is a notion from society. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So on Facebook, I had a couple people respond. Uh... The first was from my friend Haley, and she said to the first one, doctors, lawyers, anyone with a four-year degree. (laughs) And then she said, and 100,000 plus in student debt, married woman, happy couples, generally, and she put happy in quotes, (laughs) uh, generally anyone who looked put together. See, it's this image Mm -hmm. that we're all creating for one another. Two, college was usually always the answer. (laughs) Three, absolutely not. I couldn't even picture it in my late teens. Four, not applicable, but likely mentally better off for following my own judgment. Five, nope, anyone who has it all together is living a lie and is in denial. Maybe I'm just a full-fledged realist, but it seems like the most put-together people are the ones with the biggest personal issues, too concerned with their outward appearance to even do anything to help themselves half the time. Are we sensing a theme here in these responses? Just a tad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then my lovely friend Eric answered and said, my parents, (laughs) just a little, just a little bit. My parents, oh my god, Chalupa. My parents were always busy. My father worked long hours during the day and my mother worked nights. Uh, Since they spent so little time at home and what time they did spend was usually to discuss their work, I assumed they had it all together. I always said I never wanted to be that busy, but I failed. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then we have our lovely friend, Caden. He said, first question answer. I don't know that I was ever given an example of adults having it together. I mean, I suppose it was my mom and dad working all the time, never fighting around me, being able to get what we needed comfortably, but in other ways, besides taking trips and such, it felt kind of lonely for me as a kid. Second question answer. I don't believe I was ever exactly told how to get to that point. Obviously, have a job so you have money. Get a place, pay bills, pay rent, and so on. Third question answer. I mean, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to work with animals, especially dogs. I honestly lived day by day, so I never challenged myself to see who I was in 20 years. One thing, though, I couldn't imagine is that I'd be as blessed by this time. Fourth question answer. I never really imagined having it together. I have it more together than I would have thought. Have a beautiful, wonderful fiance and three amazing kids, although I may still be figuring out the budget part of life, but that will come in due time. 
fifth question answer, no, I don't believe there is. Parents have a way of seeming like it is. That's just my opinion. Mm. And then my lovely husband was the last one to answer, and he said, one, my dad. And his his, his dad is a doctor. That <laughs> definitely has it together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone on this planet who has it's it together, him. It's, it is Ma- him. it's Mark. <laughs> Two, go to college, get a job, save money. Three, yes, but it was in no fucking way accurate. <laughs> Four, no, very different. Five, yes, it's a lie. Six, no, life is chaos. <laughs> yes, Dan, life is chaos. Thank you for your input. There were so many similarities in the responses that we got to sim- to each other and then to what we discussed here today. Everyone yeah. thinks that we make excuses, but we're just telling you that our generation is experiencing this world differently than you did. Yep. And that we're not wrong on that. No, it's, I it's mean, there. From that same article in 1998, when the baby boomers were the same age as we are today, they controlled 21% of the nation's wealth. That's yep. five times more than what we have now. Like, yep. at the very basic core level of things that you can track we are not experiencing life the same way that our yeah no are. yeah no. we're just not so all in all having your shit together is a lie and don't ever feel pressured to live your life in a certain framework that other people are putting on you because those people also don't have their shit together and that's okay <laughs> Yeah. And with that said, that's yeah. the end yeah. of my episode. Could, Thanks yeah, for coming I to my rant. <laughs> I hope that you all learned something and that we're all not just lazy millennials and that we actually work really hard and shit is tough. Thanks. Shit is so tough. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else to discuss before we sign off? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. No. I was just wondering. All right, cool. So sorry guys. Sorry for that yeah. awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, I think we got it all out at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So follow us on Instagram at AL2K Podcast. Facebook, always the last to know. Twitter at AL2K Podcast. Send us your emails to Gmail. To our Gmail. Wow. <laughs> to your Gmail. Just Gmail. Any Gmail. Just Gmail. Just Gmail. Gmail. <laughs> AL2KPodcast at Gmail. Rate and review us. Our sources are found on our, our I almost said Podient, but now it's Castos. Castos. You can find that in our link tree on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you update that? Uh, I, I think it will just directly take them to Castos. I oh, think I checked. No. Yeah, which is great. So I don't have to update oh, it. No. Uh, but also, don't forget, either email or send us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do like a screenshot of your yeah, review. You just have to screenshot it. Preferably yeah. a screenshot. Don't just copy and paste your review because then we have to go we and We have no idea. There. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Don't and, make us work. Uh, We're lazy millennials, yeah. remember? Come on. <laughs> so I want to give this a month so not at our next episode but the one after that we will announce who the winner is (laughs) yes sometime around middle of august middle of august August. i like how you said it (laughs) 
I got like one of those chills, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just nervous. <laughs> I mean, I am, but that's just anxiety. <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. Toodles.